Everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim. Sitting to my left is Philly Sy. Sitting to my right is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Sup, lads? Hello. Hello. Hey. All right. Week. Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, <laughs> week eleven is done, and yes. uh, yeah, plenty to talk about, mm-hmm. which we will be talking about. Um, before we go into the review of week eleven, there's a couple of bits of news. Uh, first of all, everyone was tanking for Tua. But it looks like there's a well, it might be a bit more interesting mm. as he suffered a season-ending hip injury uh, in the Tides matchup against Mississippi State. Tungu Vailoa nailed it. Led the team to a 35-7 lead. Had thrown 14 of 18, 256 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions before leaving the game with a hip injury during the second quarter. He done that in the, <laughs> one and a half quarters. Well, yeah. it was revealed he'd suffered a dislocated hip. Some were worrying it was the same injury that ended Bo Jackson's career. Uh, but as this was treated straight away rather than in the old days where Bo kept playing on the injury, the prognosis is that he's going to make a full recovery, but his season's done. Yeah. I don't want to dislocate a hip ever. It just <laughs> sounds horrific. No, he'll he'll never play college football again. He's going to the <laughs> NFL now. Yeah. Do we think he's still going to go number one? Because um, that was the, the thought was that yeah. he was the kind of standout Depends who's player. got the first overall pick, if I'm yeah. honest. Let's say Bengals. Well, if the Bengals have it, are they? It's theirs to lose. Whoever they are going to draft, are they going to start them day one? Because unless they're a, a huge talent, I don't. I'm not a fan of starting a QB. If they're starting Ryan one. Finley right now, Dave, then they probably are going to start a, a rookie. Okay, but you can still pick someone up in free agency, mm. and then give that time, give that person time to sit. Mm. I mean, by then, someone like know, Alex Smith might be back. I don't, I'm just throwing names out there, so mm. that could be happening. If their intention is to draft someone, play them day one, then maybe not. The other option is that they trade out of first place because they don't want to make that decision. The fact is it gives them options. Um, Is he still going to be picked first overall? We'll know more in the coming days depending on how badly injured he is, but probably not with a dislocated hip. Would that put you off then? Uh, Let's say Broncos were going number one. They traded up to number one. All the uh, way from there, they're well, lowly. The fact that we're trading Belgium's. seven at the moment, yeah. <laughs> the fact that we're trading up, no. Um, if we're sitting around at seven, yeah, take a punt. Why not? He's definitely got the stats to back it up. Yeah, I mean, he's only it is in his nine though. games this season. He's already thrown thirty-three interceptions to three. Sorry, thirty-three touchdowns to three interceptions. Uh, it is college, and he does play for Alabama. So let's not get too carried away. Well, that's always the knock on yeah. an Alabama quarterback is mm-hmm. that you start with a very good pit field position. And also this year in particular, they've got three standout wide receivers that yeah. are getting a lot of attention. Yeah. So and a tight end. And I can't a tight end. What his name is Jude. Never mind. Carry on. Judy is the. I think he's a wide receiver, but no, I can't remember what the tight end's name is. But I again standout. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not being particularly funny. How hard is it to be the Alabama tight? The Alabama. Uh, well, AJ McCarron was a mm-hmm. Alabama quarterback, yeah, and look how he turned out. Yeah, well, that's also a very good point. But what we're also going to see is how the backup does, because now we've got an equal, we've got a par now. Mm. If, if well, next, yeah. next guy comes in, all of a sudden he's going to be probably an undrafted free agent, might even end up going in the second round now. Yeah. he's always Tua's always had very good stats, yeah. um, all, all through the three years he's been at Bama. But you get also, I mean, Stephen Montez, who's the quarterback for the Buffaloes, Colorado Buffaloes, has almost no one to throw to, um, and yet still might be going in late second, early third round. So it kind of it, a lot of college depends on what you're playing with and he's got the best weapons in college football will he go first overall ah, maybe 
<laughs> he's going in the top five. That's not, no one's going to... Are you fence-sitter again? Well, yeah, but yeah, it, it, I, mean, I don't does... know the answer. That's the thing. <laughs> but it's Because it comes down to how bad the injury is, mm. really. Yeah, we'll know more in the next couple of mm. weeks. But the, it sounds like they've caught it straight away, yeah. so yeah. they should. But then that's no real guarantee still. Well, no. no. Well, fingers crossed he does make mm. a full yeah, recovery, because yeah. he's a good good player by the looks of it, and it would be nice to have him in the league. You know, we always want mm. more talent coming in. So, in theories, imagine if a doctor comes out and says, okay... Is all right. He's gonna get. He's gonna make a full recovery. He's gonna be the player that he was. Do you two? You two are now the new GM for the Bears, which let's face it, is probably an upgrade. <laughs> Sack them all. Yeah. Is are that you... a compliment to us? Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not. I'm Hold not entirely the, sure. Hold it I think I could do better than Ryan Pace. I think I could. Mm. Do you draft him? Do you go to a? Well, I think they've got to move on from. Yeah, I would. Trubisky, I, I would sit on the fence. The I would. Yeah. 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 Although I think there's other quarterbacks out that are coming out that are just as good mm. and don't have the injury uh, to contend with. So I was going off the basis that we've been given that level of comfort. <laughs> yes. Okay. Even even the, then, the, I think the, even to a fully healthy, the... I've got I've got oh, another yeah, quarterback yeah, yeah. in mind that I'd rather take. But uh, that's just me. Not Stephen Montez. No. Not Stephen. No. Not Stephen I'm Montez. A big fan. No. I like him. Uh, let's move on then, shall we? Let's uh, let's break out a felony watch. Watch. Ooh. Because Mark Walton has been waived by the Dolphins. The running back was arrested Tuesday morning on a charge of aggravated battery of a pregnant woman. According to a police document released uh, to the press, Walton's accused of pushing a woman into a wall and punching her several times in her face and head. He's currently being booked by Broward County Jail. He's got a $10,000 bail um, on Wednesday well, morning. Be difficult for him to pay, yeah. <laughs> uh, the officer who called to the scene observed swelling on the woman's left eye. The woman's five weeks pregnant, and Walton's the father. It gets better, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's Walton's kid. Uh, she told officers that she had told Walton about the pregnancy on Sunday. In the audio of the nine one one call that was released, the woman says her two year old daughter was in the home at the time of the alleged assault. Stay classy. Gets worse, doesn't it? Florida man beats <laughs> pregnant lady after being told that his kid. Well, you don't want to mess around in Florida. So he'll be at the Browns what early <laughs> yeah. next season. <laughs> yes, he'll be yeah. their new goon. Yeah. Have we got any other business before we move on? I don't want to get get caught with. Uh, I, I don't really want to make a comment about that story. If I'm honest. That's... No, so any other story? No. Oh, no, no. Have we got any other story? Anything nope. you want to bring on the side? No, no. It's, it's quite nice no. to. Antonio Brown's seemingly fallen off the edge of the earth. Well, you've just mentioned him nice. again, so well, oh. we've got to put our, the Antonio Brown watch in there. Oh. Can we get a jingle? Of he some did. Sort? He did uh, tweet out to apologise to Robert Kraft a couple of days ago. That must have been heartfelt. Yes. Well, maybe the money's run out mm. <laughs> <laughs> before he tries to reclaim it all. Uh, yeah, let's get on then to the Week Eleven game, shall we, boys? Started off last Thursday night as we were finishing. And it was the Pittsburgh Steelers away to the Cleveland Browns. Ended 21 points to 7 to Cleveland. Possibly one of the worst games I've seen. Mm. Uh, I, th- I found it thoroughly entertaining. Thanks to the way this podcast is produced at the moment and having recording on a Thursday. By the time I went to bed on that night, they'd already started the game. And it was a 1.30am kickoff. I managed to watch the first three drives for the Steelers. We had two three and outs, and we had one drive where we managed to get a completion for a first down into field goal range, and then Chris Boswell missed it. And 
and the Browns had gone down the other end and they there was a big throw to, to OBJ he yep. got down to the goal line and then Baker Mayfield managed to score a touchdown after being stopped on forward progress they allowed him to keep going um, a second go at it and he got in and I just knew that was it there was no way we were going to win this game so I went to bed knowing we'd lost woke up in the morning to find out that all hell had broken loose mm-hmm. uh, Mason Rudolph had thrown four interceptions they weren't even close to you know not no, being completely his fault very bad one yeah um, Joel Schobert sorry Joe Schobert before we go into the, uh, the anarchy at the end had got two interceptions for, for Cleveland one sack two tackles for loss four passes defended and seven solo tackles he led the team on tackles so there should be a shout out to mm-hmm. that part of the Cleveland defence also Morgan Burnett and Justin Burris with the other interceptions um, yeah good display for, for Cleveland obviously when you've got someone like Rudolph throwing at you then it makes it a little bit easier to, to stand out on the on the yeah. stat sheet but fair play to them they did pressure um, and they kept him completely off mm. any sort of rhythm so and then just proceeded to do nothing on offence after the three touchdowns well I think that well, the three touchdowns. Yeah. The rounds. Yes. So they're three touchdowns, but mm-hmm. you know. No, I just I, I just they didn't they didn't really no, they did nothing did after, nothing after. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well that that's again, the Steelers defence did show up for the most part. There's only so much you can do when you're getting good field position every time. And, you know, there were some runbacks on the interceptions as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, the Steelers defence did as much as they could. But if the offence does absolutely nothing Mm-hmm. and it's working actively against you almost then that's the result you're never going to win the game yeah I mean first half your punter had more time in possession than any of your wide receivers <laughs> so <laughs> He's yeah like, it he, was... he had that one locked away for a little yeah. while no no it's, no, no, it's a good one it's a good one it came to me in a dream I had <laughs> so Pittsburgh did get one running touchdown I think it was Jalen Samuel in the third quarter but um, it wasn't running it was a pass, pass yeah. it was a pass but he threw it sideways yeah. it was a screen pass basically uh, into the end zone and then of course it, the big story came with 8 seconds remaining the game was over and uh, <laughs> okay so Mason Rudolph throws a pass Miles Garrett comes in it's it's not a late hit but he decides that he wants to rub it in by throwing him to the ground mm-hmm. and um, then holds on for about 4 or 5 seconds he does yeah he, yep. well, he, he just wrap, wraps him up doesn't he and, and drives him into the ground and I think what what I've not heard I've heard a lot of people defending Miles Garrett which is weird for mm. this whole thing but if you think just put yourself in Mason Rudolph's shoes for a, a second he's played one of the worst probably the worst game of his life college pro everything he's going some yeah he's not a great quarterback anyway but he's just thrown a four pick in four pick game and he's about to get chewed out by the national media and then you've got this guy comes in and rubs it in and is holding you on the floor as well He's lying on to you. He's a heavier guy than you as well. And so you're going to react, aren't you? You put He was kicking. He was p- pushing his hands out. Yeah, he grabbed hold of Miles Garrett's helmet just to do everything to get, to get off. And then you've got Garrett, goes, sees Red, jumps up, pulls him up by his helmet and rips it off as he's doing so. But he's pulled him off the ground by his head. And then he's got his helmet off. And so now you're a quarterback that's been picked four times and you've been driven onto the ground on the last play of the game, and you've now had your helmet taken away from you, which I'm guessing is a bit like a cop losing his gun. Mm-hmm. And so you go charging after the guy to get your helmet back, and then you get whacked in the head with it. I never thought I'd live to see the Lyle Alzado rule come into effect uh, in the modern game, but there we go. Absolute crazy. Um, 
saw tweets immediately after the game where ex-players were, were, were piling in and saying that Marquis Pouncey was a hero and that they would be paying the uh, any fine that he might have got for his involvement in it because obviously he was defending his quarterback and uh, I get I that to, I get that to an extent but I didn't really like the kick no I didn't like the kick either on the ground no no so I'm not going to be I'm not trying to be rose tinted goggles here no, for no, the I'm Steelers do, I, but I do, I do. how am I doing a good job well by not doing that have I done have I said anything that's not right I'm, I'm just saying from his point of view I'm he's had a terrible counsel. game and he's now been shown right. up again by this guy that's bigger than him and stronger than him do you want to and get first time? No, I, 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 my, I, I don't necessarily. I'm interested disagree. in your. I'm genuinely interested in your take on it because. Well, I, I, so for me, I think, I think, Garrett's obviously bang out of order the way he reacted. I do. I don't think that Rudolph is completely in, innocent in that incident to the extent that he probably aggravated him a little bit, but he was within his rights to, if you see what I mean, and then the whole thing with Pouncey, I think, yeah, he, it was great that he defended Rudolph. And that was fine. Hitting him in the helmet, like punching him to get him off him, was fine, really. But it was like the kick. It's really back in it. again with the kick. Yeah, and the then kick punch really on the ground was yeah. a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. And that that's it, really, for me. I think I don't, I don't, I don't really want to go into too much more. It's for me. Rudolph's bang out of order, trying to pull someone's helmet off. I don't care if someone's laying on me; it makes no difference to me. You don't try and pull someone's helmet off. You don't punch. You don't kick. You just get that person off of you and I'm not I'm sorry his line should have been there getting him off him as well I mean that, it was all quite quick though Dave watch it in real time it there wasn't a lot of time with him laying no. on it just was but I think no. the way I'd look at it if I'm looking at it from if as though I'm Rudolph yeah I've thrown I've thrown four interceptions I've had a really bad game I've got this big laying on me he's got 60 70 pounds on me yeah I'm doing everything I can to get off him. I'm kicking I'm punching I'm pulling his arm off and biting them and then if he throws his helmet at me, I'm playing the victim like you wouldn't believe. I'm going down all in my face. I'm going to get him suspended <laughs> from the league because I'm playing him. Which he didn't do that, did he? I'm playing him three or four times, well, three or four times over the next couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Mm. If I'm Garrett, I don't give a shit that he's just thrown four interceptions. I couldn't care less. I'm going to go well, and I'm going to nail didn't. him. And then if he tries pulling my helmet off, I'm going to take his head off. Which is so, what he did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And... Again, if I'm Pouncey, I'm stamping on his head because he's just taken out my quarterback. So you think it was completely natural, the entire thing that happened then? I think it's an aggressive game. Yes. It was over the top. It's a rivalry. And I think the the Browns are very, very much aware of the fact that their last, what is it, seven coaches have all been fired after games with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Browns hate the Steelers more than they hate anyone else. The Steelers, I don't think, are too mind, mind the Browns all that much because no. your rivalry is with the Bengals and with the Ravens. Yeah. So I think it was a bigger game for them than it was you. And half I'm speaking to Punk as well, and he raised a very good point. Why why are you running that play with eight seconds to go? Just take a knee and finish the game. They're going to take a knee when they're down by two scores anyway. Why not? Well, because you're not expecting that to happen. Okay. That, that, that speaks to a lack of discipline again from the Browns, where they've got players that decide they're going to take oh, and put an exclamation that. mark on a win. I'm not arguing that. No one can argue that. I mean, that is what it is. Throughout the game, we saw nothing but penalties. Yeah. The same when Browns played the Broncos as well. I mean, they had Greedy Williams ejected earlier on in the game mm. for a late hit, and they were hit late yeah. hitting all over the place. Yeah, it's what the Browns are doing this season. That comes down to more of the coaching side of it as anything else. The way I see it is, it's a very aggressive game. That I mean, that game in particular, not the NFL, I mean, that game in particular is an aggressive game. And 
everyone just kind of got swept away with it. And if we would have seen, if Rudolph was the same size as Garrett, it would have been slightly <laughs> different. I mean, the fact is, it's a heavyweight against a middleweight. It's mm-hmm. just that's, that's exactly what we see him. Yeah. The band that he's got, what is he out till the end? His band. Well, it was an indefinite band. Yeah. He's just had his appeal heard, and he's tried to say that Rudolph used a racial slur. And Rudolph yeah, which, has already denied I'm that, sorry, obviously. if someone does, I mean, I'm speaking to the, speaking about this as a white guy, so if you <laughs> want to mute your radio for the next minute or so, you're more than welcome. But if someone says that, it that would become apparent immediately. Yeah. Straight soon after the game, he called me a... Whatever. Exactly. What do you wait a week to say that? Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, we, he, can't, he can't come out. His teammates hold, would have said something. And also, he can't come out and hold his hands up and say that he was completely out of order the way he did. Which he did straight and after then, the game. Yeah. And now then say, oh, yeah, but he yeah, was racist. I'm, I'm not Again. Fierce. I don't want to yeah. call him a liar, but he's a goddamn stinking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a curveball then scenario. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just to get a taste for how we feel about the, the specifics of how it went down. Mm. If Garrett had punched him rather than hit him with a helmet, is that worse or better? At well, that's better, better because commas. it's better because a helmet you could die if they hit you in the wrong place. But so you could have punched, though. It's less likely to hurt you, well, to kill you than that. Okay, much Not less just, likely. There, yeah. there would, there wouldn't have been an indefinite ban if he punched someone because we see punches in the mm-hmm. league quite often. But I mean, if he'd have taken his helmet off though and then punched him again, I think that it's just one of those. You know, they let see that ask, in hockey all the time. Don't let they? me ask you a question. Mm. Okay, you even now. Have to stand there and take a punch from me, <laughs> mm-hmm. or or Jim can smash you over the head with an helmet. Yeah, what are you going for? Probably Jim with a helmet. <laughs> really, as long as it's not his. Because I'm a man. <laughs> oh wow! The, 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 I didn't he, know going there. That helmet came high over the top on the, no, the top of the I, head, I, I where it's kidding, weaker. Yeah, and if that helmet, lucky, been that helmet was, was inverted as well. I was kidding. I would obviously take a punch from Dave. Yeah, if that helmet was turned around, it yeah. would have hit him. I mean, that's a different story. He'd be laid out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could have had another felony. What could have had a fracture? Yeah. But. So, no one's no one's completely innocent, but I can definitely empathise with Rudolph more than I can with someone you know just trying to put a stank on a on a play. You know, mm. was completely unnecessary. That was the the worst bit about it. The whole thing was completely unnecessary. Yeah, there was no need to do that in the first we see place. It, we see just it all the play time. Out the game and get the win, and you could. They could be talking about the Browns getting a 21-7 win over the Steelers, you know, breaking a, a curse that has been going on for a long time and getting ready for the game in two weeks. And everyone could be talking about how bad Rudolph was mm-hmm. and not talking about the Browns having no discipline. The thing is, we see it all the time. As a Broncos fan, I see it all the time on Von Miller. So he'll go to rush the passer and he'll get stopped by a uh, what would be a right tackle yeah the right ta- as soon as the play's done the right tackle will then give him a push try and wind him up get him to react get him ejected from the game you would see it as all with Fletcher Cox I mean how many times yeah. did it used to happen with Fletcher yeah. Cox during your Super Bowl yeah but it- every single play exactly and all you have to do as Garrett is just go whatever man just carry on walk away with it and just go what's the score what's the score yeah it's disappointing to see the Browns reaction to it you know the fans have just completely gone after Rudolph and it's like well he didn't start it you know let him yeah what are you supposed to do in that situation mm, is what it is let's move on to Sunday I've said nothing I want to do on that fingers crossed it's just over with um, yeah let's start with the Detroit Lions at home to the Dallas Cowboys this game was a lot closer than anyone thought it was going to be or that Dallas should have made it mm. final score was 35-27 in Dallas's favour you had uh, Jeff Driscoll getting the start again 209 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, which was always good. Um, you did all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott had more. 444 passing yards for Dak. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. You had the line second just waving everyone through. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael Gallup, 148 yards. Randall Cobb, 115 yards and a touchdown. Zeke had 73 yards and two touchdowns. One last fumble. Um, yeah. And for the Lions, the receiver with the most yards was Amendola. Which isn't great. No, but he had a couple of big plays, though. And Marvin so Jones did have two was, catches uh, for touchdowns. Yeah, as it was well. one of them which was on a third down where he peeled off. It was almost yeah. like a, a fake wheel route that he just ran as a slant. Yeah. Um, caught it for 35 yards or so. So, mm-hmm. um, I was a bit disappointed the Cowboys didn't get the run game going, especially as I got mm-hmm. Zeke in fantasy, but they didn't get. <laughs> he got two the... touchdowns and 73 okay. yards. Come on. Okay. How much of that was in the third and fourth quarter? First first half, nothing. Yeah. Pollard, I think, got a uh, touchdown as well. There's only mm-hmm. a yard or so. Um, but it was almost exclusively through the air. But, Just, well, that's if the Lions are giving you lemonade, you know. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it's perfectly valid that... It, it, I mean, it's valid to say that the Cowboys had... Uh, I mean, they had big plays overall. Yeah. Um, it wasn't particularly impressive. I think second quarter they got twenty odd points or something stupid. Um, so yeah, I mean, twenty one points in the second quarter for the yeah. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very different game going into halftime than it was at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Lions scored in every quarter. Yeah, apart from they did, yeah. well, they didn't score a touchdown in the third quarter. I don't think. I think it was no. two field goals. Bo Scarborough continued the merry-go-round at running back for Detroit as well. He was the one that getting most of the catches. Ty Johnson seems to have disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff D did show some stones running in a touchdown as well. Jeff, got to give him, got to give him a nickname or something. <laughs> Do something, <laughs> Jeff. Just, <laughs> Jeffy D, Jeffy D, JD, JD, JDTD. I think they they played okay considering yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, but that second was awful. Twenty-seven points against what is statistically one of the best um, defenses in yeah. the league. Mm. They've just they've they've yeah. basically been in every game. They just kill themselves, don't they? Oh, yeah. they're a good team to watch. Though. It's such a shame. Yeah. They could have really challenged this year, and you know, we've talked about well, yeah. what happened to them earlier on in the season and the, and the refs yeah. playing against them. But now, I think they need Quandra Diggs and they can trade them away. <laughs> well, they need Matt Stafford. Well, got Jeffy D now, mate. So. JDTD did all right. JDTD. <laughs> That's not going to stick, is it? Yeah. No, it will do for no. me. I'm going to keep on pounding that drum. <laughs> Let's talk about the AFC South, shall we? The uh, Indianapolis Colts at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Started so well for Nick Foles, too. First drive, 75 yards and a touchdown. But when the Jags went high, Indy went low. 264 team rushing yards for Indianapolis, and they got the win 33 points to 13. Yeah, but Marlon Mack shattered every bone in his hand. Well, yeah. Uh, he did get 109 yards and a touchdown before that happened, though. But he's dead now. Jonathan, he's not dead. Jonathan Williams at 116 yards at running back. Naheem Hines, one touchdown. Even Quentin Nelson thought he got a touchdown on the ground. That was rough. Yeah, yeah although the kickstand celebration was pretty cool. Yes, yeah. they called him, uh, called it a touchdown, then reversed it on replay. I felt a bit yes. sorry for him. I'm but like, he I, never made it. I, so. didn't. No, I, 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 I didn't feel bad because it wasn't close at all. No. And, I, <laughs> and I love it when somebody celebrates and then it turns out <laughs> not to be a touchdown. I love a big guy great. touchdown, though. Yeah, no, I mean it is good, but it was just funny because the celebration was obviously it was really well put they together. But held him up in the air. What was? Would you call it the cake stand? The cake stand, stand, yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's quite disconcerting that the Jags have given up that many ground yards yeah. for a defense. I've done for a couple known of years. Saxonville yeah. for a couple of years. They have though. They've mm. they've been good at rushing, but they've yeah, given no, up but, rushing yards yeah. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It's not a new thing. No. Yeah. No. I mean, the thing is, they've always been difficult to to go in the air because of a certain Mr. Ramsey in the backfield. Yeah. But boy, you've always been able to get rushing yards on him. They were scared of Ramsey, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. Them. 
Um, so Jacoby Brissett, not a great game for him. 148 yards passing, one touchdown, but he didn't need to because no. the running game was so yeah, good. No, yeah, exactly. He had a rushing touchdown himself. Um, I suppose the one bright spot for the Jags continues to be DJ Chark. 104 passing yards um, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, receiving yards and two touchdowns. So 148 passing yards, that's epic. <laughs> that's Edelman-esque. <laughs> yes, well, we'll talk about him later as well. But yeah, I think it's good that no matter who's throwing the ball, DJ Chark seems to be the number one receiver for them. So yeah. the thing is, you don't I, you don't see many bouncing off his hands. Everything no. that goes to him seems to stick. So I mean, that's always a good sign. Although that was eight of fifteen. Really? Yep. I stand correct. Almost I'm half. Of, I'm full of shit. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, stand correct. He's every, a good receiver. All right. Yeah, yeah no, he is. He is. He is uh, every but... pass I've maybe I'm like his lucky charm. How's I mean, that? I doubt it, because everyone I've seen, he catches. I mean, I doubt could, it, but... Could, could be. I mean, it would be a very distant lucky charm, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Across the pond. What are you and, doing? You're just being alive? Or Andy what? didn't do that well at Wembley either, so maybe that theory's blown. Mm. Yeah. Blown. Yeah. yeah, let's get and rid of that, that theory. It just turns out and full of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Buffalo Bills are now 7-3 and three after overcoming a division rival down in Miami. The best play was officially a 101-yard kick return by Jakeem Grant, but he ran a lot further than that because mm. it's a cut across. Yeah, uh, and the Bills won the game 37 points to 20. Josh Allen had a career game: 256 passing yards and three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown as well. Uh, yeah, but it was mostly John Brown versus Devontae Parker in the receiving game. Brown got 137 yards and two touchdowns uh, for the Bills. Devontae Parker 135 yards, zero touchdowns. John Brown has 35% of their targets. The Browns. They, yeah. They, they target him 35% of the time. Well, we did say they've got no receivers, so they that makes one a bit of sense. The ex, the uh, of the the ex-Cardinal. Only, the only person that's higher than that is uh, Michael Thomas, 42%. Yeah, and he's special. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Despite only getting 23 team rushing yards, the Finns did punch in two touchdowns thanks to Kalen Balage and Jakeem Grant. Mm-hmm. So that's slightly encouraging. Um, and Brian Flores tried an onside kick late in the second quarter after his team had scored to trail 16 points to 7. Kicker Jason Sanders recovered the ball, but on the next play, receiver Alan Hearns lost a fumble at the Buffalo 25. So, typical fans. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, it was a really good uh, onside kick. Yeah, it was really good. He chased his own ball over yeah. the turn the yard line. It's just a shame that they gave it up in the next play. Yeah, um, yeah so 7-3 and three now, the Bills. But it's against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. so that knock on them for only winning against bad teams, yeah, I guess, continues, continues. But you can yeah. only play who you play. Yeah, they'll be all right this week. They got the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they could be eight and three. That's incredible. Know, when you think about it. it. Finn's got seven sacks on. Uh, mm. That's encouraging as well. Brian Flores is, is seems to have an idea they, of what to do. Here. I mean, we said this last week. They're looking now as though they've got rid of all the people who potentially don't want to be there. Yeah. Um, all of the mouthy guys like Kiko Alonso for example yeah um, and it looks as though they're a team who actually go uh, who want to be there a team who actually enjoy playing do you know what they're losing so what but they've won a few games confidence is a little bit higher and they're actually scheming properly yeah they look a much much better team than the Cards did last year for example mm-hmm. Oh, much better than the Bengals look right now as well. Yeah, I mean, at times they they've looked better than we have this season. I'm not going to lie. There's been certain situations where you're looking and going, they look well coached and they haven't got the best players. But they probably look better when they've got a lead than the Broncos. <sighs> oh. <laughs> can, can you not rain on my parade? At the yeah. I'm still sore. Uh, 
Let's let's go on then, shall we? So despite going in to halftime twenty to nothing up, the Broncos couldn't get it done against a shell shock Minnesota. I mean, that managed just forty seven yards offense in the first half. I mean, it was it wasn't really down to the Broncos. It was more down to Minnesota. If I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. That's the first time in five years, Dave, that a team's come back from a twenty point deficit at halftime. You wait till this week. <laughs> <laughs> Final score twenty seven to twenty three in the home team's favour. Yeah, it was a very strange start mm. to the game. I mean, everything the Broncos touched was either a yep. sack or a, a fumble Turns recovery to or a touchdown. Gold. Yeah, um, it was it was great to see. Um, we looked good on both sides of the ball. The big big disappointment isn't the fact that we lost the game; it's the fact that Andy Janovic um, is out now for the season. So anyone who oh, doesn't is he? know. Andy Janovic is the Broncos fullback who yep. is a fullback stroke tailback stroke offensive lineman halfback <laughs> oh, he's amazing he's brilliant he's my favourite Bronco by a long way and he shores up our offensive line everyone knows our offensive line is um, suspect questionable downright dodgy in certain circumstances right. shit he acts as, shit he acts as <laughs> thanks, thanks so. for that genuine right. input um, he acts as an extra extra lineman and gives us that space and he normally angles over to the left where Garrett Bowles is I think that's a coincidence that's more than strange anything. isn't it mm. I wonder why he's I think doing that's that. a coincidence um, yeah Dalton Reisner's moved over to the left where Garrett Bowles is as well So, but as soon as we lost Janovic we couldn't really get the offence going mm. Um, so it's, An- it's Janovic's fault. No, I'd say it's his fault <laughs> more than anything. No, he's he's a big player for us. I mean, we didn't really we didn't really muster any anything up at the beginning of the season when he was on IR. Mm-hmm. Um, he came back. We started winning. There seems, seems to be this great coincidence between Janovic playing and us winning. Mm. Um, but for me, best running, best fullback in the league, apart from maybe uh, the guy at the Forty Nine ers. Just check. He's he's proper hot. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Descriptive word there, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Kurt Cousins. Let's talk about him because obviously it wasn't a great first half, but the second half we went went nuts. Three touchdowns. Like a yard at halftime or something. Oh, so there were forty-seven part. The forty-seven offensive yards at halftime for the. Yeah, by the end the of the Vikings. first quarter, I think he had zero first downs and one yard. Yeah, it was stupid. it was appalling. Yeah. But he ended the game with three hundred nineteen passing yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Five sacks in that game. Uh, he lost a fumble as well, but that was in the first half. Mm. Um, Stefan Diggs, five of five for 121 yards and a touchdown. Carl Rudolph and Irv Smith also got touchdowns for the Vikings. There were only 37 team rushing yards for the Vikings, even at the end of the game, because they just started launching it mm. every one, chance they got. One surprising thing that I did hear so if you take into account everyone's first and second running back as a pair, yeah. this was the, the league's top two pairs going against each other. Mm. Now, I know Lindsay and Freeman are good as a pair, but I didn't think they'd be in the top two. And I can't even no. name the backup running back for the Vikings. Ma- Madison, Alex it? Madison. Yeah. yeah. So those those two, yeah, it was first and second, and there was almost no running yards in the entire game. Go figure. <laughs> it was just weird. Uh, there were some yards for you though. 113 yards for Cortland Sutton. Touchdown yep. for Troy Fumagalli and rushing touchdown for Janovic before the injury. Um, you had a first and goal at the four with 10 seconds left though, Dave. Yeah. Three passing attempts came to nothing, unfortunately. Yep. Um, fourth. Yeah. yeah, we played on fourth down as well. Mm. There was still time, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, Andy said, Sa- Andrew said, San- oh, Jesus, Andrew Sandejo, 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 Pendejo, <laughs> with the in- on Brandon Allen. Uh, Allen finished with two hundred and forty passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, 
and the longest 61 pass. passer rating yep and the longest pass of the weekend mm. to Colton Sun yeah a million yards I think it was that's right. <laughs> Probably um, wasn't. He looked quite good actually early. Well, in the first half. Yeah, first half was all right. The thing yeah. is, second half, I think he looked like a guy who just lacked that experience. He looked like pro- a rookie. yeah. It was, it was panic of yeah. oh, they look like they're coming back and yeah, they were coming back. Yeah. yeah, but he's looked all right. I think he's yeah. done okay. I know we spend a bit too much time talking about our three teams. Yeah. Uh, so the last one I want to talk about then is uh, the three sacks for defensive tackle Shelby Harris. Mm-hmm. Not bad, eh? Not Shelby, bad. Harris a, about Shelby, Harris. Shelby Harris is a good defensive tackle. Um, last year, I think he was the one who caught the ball, uh, the interception from Roethlisberger to win the game against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Throw that in there whenever I can. <laughs> yeah. It's not very often we win a game. What did I mention, Shelby Harris? <laughs> no, he's he's a he's a solid solid player. He's it's him um, and Derek Wolf. Who I know Derek Wolf is more of an edge rusher, but he plays as almost inside defensive tackle at the same yeah. time. Um, and they really give license to um, Chubb and um, Von Miller, yeah. but obviously Malik is now in instead of Chubb as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a seventh round pick in 2014 for the Raiders. Solid plough. Mm. Only good thing to come out of Oakland in years. <laughs> <laughs> so for New Orleans, when you suffer a tough loss against a division rival, the best tonic is to rely on Michael Thomas. And Jameis throwing interceptions. The New Orleans Saints went down to Tampa, won the game. Jameis Winston threw interceptions. I know. Hold the phone. Do we need to organise some kind of public holiday? This is is amazing. (laughs) Final score was 34 points to 17. Uh, They scored 13 points in the first quarter, so it never really looked close uh, in this game. Michael Thomas, as I just mentioned, 114 passing yards, receiving yards, and a touchdown. He's the first player in league history, Dave, as he's looking at me, with at least 90 catches in the first 10 games of a season. Wow. Yeah. Decent. First in history. Okay. (laughs) Alvin Kamara, 122 scrimmage yards, and the touchdowns for Jared Cook and Ted Ginn. So is it fair to say that Thomas is on pace to have the most receptions in a season? Smashing. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, end of three touchdowns for Drew Brees, 228 passing yards. A QBR of 88.4, <laughs> overall rating 122.4. Uh, Jameis Winston then, 313 passing yards, did pretty well there. Two touchdowns, just the four interceptions this week. Uh, for Von Pell, Demario Davis, PJ Williams and Marcus Williams. Williams' pick was taken back for a touchdown as well. Uh, yes. Okay, Keeps doing this, doesn't he? About this game, I'm not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not fast. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> why not, Why weren't you fast I'm just not I just you, this, it was exactly what you expected it kind of was yeah, yeah. although Winston throws interceptions Steel, uh, Saints win and Thomas gets loads of interceptions whatever next game just want to say 36 rushing yards for the Bucks on 8 carries as the franchise low which is weird because they've never really had a running back apart from maybe the franchise muscle franchise low yeah wow. that is no Dave's still not impressed I'm sorry. It's, it's difficult to move the needle for days. If it's not a, a not a fullback running through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll leave that game then, shall we? Uh, can let's I, go can on. I ask one, one question. Oh, no, no. You wanted no. to leave it. We were leaving it. It's not about it. the no, game. It's about the teams. What teams? About the Bucks. Do you... So it's still about the game. It's not. It's about the Bucks as, as go an on then, organization Bucks. generally. Bucks talk. Do you move off Winston? Because this year is his last year of his contract. I think he's on 21 million guarantee because it's the last year of his rookie deal. You're going to have to renegotiate. Now, the average for a quarterback at the moment, he's not elite, so let's not go 
45 million a year or whatever it is, you're going to be paying at least 25. Oh, yeah. At least. Number one overall pick, wouldn't he? Well, that was ever such a long time ago. Five years? Mm, ever such a long time ago. <laughs> There's lots happened in five years. Let's not be wrong. Do you move off him or do you go... Bearing in mind where you're going to be picking. You're going to be picking teens, yeah. early teens maybe. What's think your that, plan? I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's who you can pick up. Do you look in the draft? Do you look in free agency? What 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 would be your strategy? I mean, it's a scary world out there, Dave. Trust me. I know <laughs> what happens when you move on from your franchise quarterback, and sometimes it's better the devil you know. You're telling me this. Yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> Talk about preaching to the bloody choir. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure they'd want to move on from Jameis. So you think they uh, re-sign him? I think yeah. It depends on the cost, but yeah, I think you're going to be too scary to not move on. Twenty-five to say any more than thirty, and you've been done. But that's the, the way the league's going. Yeah, mm. the cap keeps rising, so it's not actually that big a deal. Yeah, well, maybe. Anyway, we'll we'll continue our Jameis Winston should he be cut talk next week. I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> Let's go on then to Washington, uh, where the New York Jets got their third win of the season, and Sam Donald actually looked relatively comfortable in this game. He was against the Redskins. Careful. <laughs> uh, the final score was 34 points to 17 uh, it was 20 points to 3 at half time so looking fairly comfortable Jameson Crowder caught his third touchdown in 3 games to stick it to the skins Crowder was the 4th uh, rounder for them in 2015 but never lived up to the expectation unfortunately there um, there were 109 yards and a touchdown for Ryan Griffin uh, touchdowns for Daniel Brown and Robbie Anderson Le'Veon Bell 92 scrimmage yards and a touchdown as well and 3 sacks for Jamal Adams so everyone was getting paid mm-hmm. on the Jets team um, on the other side you had Darius Guy scoring his first touchdown for the Skins on Haskins first passing touchdown uh, there was also a touchdown for Jeremy Sprinkle best name in the league and Terry McLaurin still looking promising <laughs> as the number one target for yep. the Skins another fantastic rushing game by Darius Guy getting 24 yards yeah but he was doing a lot of passing up. as well or catching it's damn shame he's a running back, isn't it? Why have I got passing and, re- and receiving? Uh, yeah, ruined. Really yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Geis, on this occasion, his average was higher than Peterson's. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, but how many yards did Peterson get? 25. <laughs> on nine attempts. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's less dog shit than the other guy is there. <laughs> he's just come back from an injury. He's been out the whole season. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, Sam Darnold ended with a rating of 121.3. Four touchdowns and only one interception. That's uh, got to be encouraging for, for Sam. Mm. Yeah. I think the Redskins defense looked tired. Mm. I'm not so but The thing is, it's the same everywhere. I like the Redskins. I think I Kerrigan really got two, like two sacks on the game mm. as well. So I really do like the Redskins. But every time the defense come off, and they know four plays later, they're back on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It, it's just taking its toll now. And, yeah. And... Well, they offensively they can't keep up either. So, but stuff is—it's just the O line, really. I think mm-hmm. you know if they just—they yeah. they, they give them a the, chance, then there are some good players there. They've yeah. lost their starting left tackle. Is he? I mean, is he's never coming back. And they've not—that's not been addressed. It's been poor coaching all season. Well, they sacked Jay Green, know, didn't they? So. It's still been poor coaching. That doesn't take away from it. Well, they didn't bring in a proper full-time coach yet then so. why sack him because it was that bad okay, that one so again means you're getting more picks next year it just didn't make sense at the time and they're just not he seems to be begging to be sacked I don't know if you remember this but he was 
halfway out the door. He mm. was hoping to go, and they just pulled the trigger, basically. Well, if you're going to shit can your coach and then not replace him, you end up with someone like Freddie Kitchens. So, mm. And that's basically where they are. They're a team in limbo, and they're playing like a team in limbo. They've got a quarterback who doesn't look NFL-ready. He's got an offensive line that's porous, and that's a recipe for disaster. Did you see the video of him on the sidelines? Begging his O line to tell him what he need, what he needs to do for them to protect him more, He's and they were just like, like they ghosted him. They just sat there like he wasn't even talking or he mm. wasn't even there. Yeah, but the thing is, we've all had those moments where someone's giving it out to you, and you know you're sitting there going, "I'm getting roasted by the game, I'm by the guy I'm playing against. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. So I'm just not going to say anything because someone else has obviously come up some, come up with something. Mm. We've all had that instance where you're going, "I don't know what the answer is, so I'm just going to shut up." Yeah, and it might not be that thing where they might be sitting there going, "I want to help you. I really do want to help you." But Where's the bloody O line? I also mm, point. Yeah, Why right, isn't someone yeah. stepping in and going? That, I also want a job next something. Yeah, it's the O line looks horrific. Yeah, it really does. I don't think they're not playing for their quarterback. I just don't think they're very good. No, mm. that is very true. I mean that the combined less than fifty yards rushing probably tells us that they're not that great. Yeah. It's the hardest job in football now is being the quarterback for the Redskins. If I'm honest, it is because you've got no help on the ground, you've got no help in the line. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, it's we'll hard. see. We'll see what happens this week. Uh, let's go on then. So, what a difference a defensive back coach being made a defensive back coach makes. Raheem Morris, <laughs> yeah. who was the wide receiver coach for the first <laughs> half of the season for the Falcons, has kickstarted the Atlanta defense the last two weeks away to division rivals. Uh, they got the win in Carolina, 29 points to three. To three. I, come on. Four interceptions of backup Kyle Allen by Desmond Trufant, DeMonte Casey, Ricardo Allen, and Devondre Campbell. Five sacks, two for Adrian Claiborne, one for Vic Beasley, Tat McKinley, and Alan Bailey. Made life hell for the guy hoping to be the starter in Carolina next year. He's not going to be the starter. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I just don't know what to say about the Falcons at the moment. He's the third best quarterback named Allen. That's all I know. <laughs> Utterly crazy the the turnaround they've done since the bye week. Yeah. And Raheem Morris is getting rightly some plaudits for this because yeah. he was the defensive back coach originally with the Falcons. And then when Shanahan left, Dan Quinn begged him to go and help out with the Receivers, because he just wanted someone that he trusted mm. on the offensive side of the ball. But, but why? When you think the receiving core is not his forte, but I mean, no, but also like pretty decent. Yeah, but they were trying to fit in Sanu and um, Taylor Gabriel in with Julio Jones at the time, so he did make that transition work. Mm. And so, that, so he's actually pretty pretty good. The offensive side of the ball wasn't a massive problem, at least throwing it anyway. Mm. I mean, but then. Being the receivers coach in Atlanta has got to be one of the easiest jobs in football. Yeah, right. you say that. Me. Julio, catch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, how odd's that? It's not It's not mostly about Julio, it's about the other players around him. You know, Ridley, in, Ridley, yeah, leg yeah, it, look how they leg brought it him catch in. it. Look how they brought Calvin Ridley in. That could have been handled much differently. So, yeah, Raheem Morris is having a, a stonker there. And, uh, yeah. They managed to completely stymie any chance of Carolina getting any points. I'm not even sure that. Uh, well, I mean, what did uh, what did McCaffrey do? A, a lot still, just didn't uh, get a touchdown. He still got quite a few yards. Though. Yeah, 
I mean, it was the same the the week before when because yeah. um, I was watching him sp- specifically because you had him in fantasy and I was against you. Yes, and I didn't remember him having many big. Oh, there it is! Only 191 yards plays. of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, come on, it's bad. Right. He didn't have a, he didn't have any huge out. plays, but it's just consistently getting eight yards, nine yards, eight yards, nine yards constantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a first down, and all of a sudden you're second and one. I mean, this has got to be a dream to be a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is give it McCaffrey, and then a one yard sneak. Give it McCaffrey, and then a one yard sneak, and before you know it, you're in the red zone. But that was kind of the problem I, th- I found with the Panthers in the, certainly in the first half that. I don't really remember him touching the ball in the first half that much. Mm. He got a lot more of his carries and the receiving yards in the second half. And there was a couple of times when the Falcons really... This is where it would have come into effect having Cam or someone with a bit of experience. The Falcons really gambled on a blitz. Mm. I mean, they pulled a man out of the backfield, played with single safety, and they're almost playing with you know one and a half one and a half cornerbacks, cornerback up on a receiver, sticking next to safety in the box and rushing for the blitz because they knew it was coming. Whereas... You'd almost have someone kill the kill the play and go right. We're going over the top. Someone just burn it. Mm. Yeah, but that didn't happen. I mean, is that on the quarterback or is that on the offensive coordinator, the head coach? Where does that sit? You think it'd be on the coordinator, wouldn't you? Really? But it was more than once. And I'm, not, I'm not trusting Carl Allen to call the plays. Yeah, but to a certain degree, I mean, if he's standing out there and he can see that there's two men in the backfield, why not just like, just audible it and say yeah. just burn it and I'll go over the top to you? Mm. But. Mm, I don't well, know. Uh, Calvin Ridley settling into his wide receiver two role in Atlanta. Eight of eight catches for 143 receiving yards and a touchdown. Julio got 91 yards. And Kenyon Barner got a punt return for a touchdown as well. So that was good to see. Yep. DJ Moore on the other side, uh, eight of 15, but he did get 95 yards. So mm-hmm. he was targeted quite quite regularly there. Um, yeah, I'm worried now about picking against the Falcons moving forward. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Because you would, I mean generally pick whoever they're against because just defensively they've been terrible yeah for as not even just this year for as long as I can remember really mm. they've been defensively awful um well, it, the it, secondary uh, was always a little bit suspect but um well the last few years anyway mm. but it was the front seven they they'd invested in yeah but now i i don't know and, and there was an interview afterwards where the players were saying that they've not done anything differently. It was just a bye week, mm-hmm. and they're the same players and it's the same scheme. But I don't no. buy that at all. I think they're just covering Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah, because they think he's going to stick around now that they've got the, the turnaround on the division rivals. So, eh, nah. I I don't think that this is on Quinn. No, because if it was, then why weren't they doing this at the first half of the season? Well, exactly. Uh, let's go on. Let's go on. They're convincing win there for mm-hmm. Atlanta. Oh boy, Houston against Baltimore. This was far more one-sided than hoped. Baltimore were 34 up in the first, in the fourth quarter. Sorry, did I say, what did I say? Baltimore were 34 up in the fourth quarter. 34 to zero up in the fourth quarter before Carlos Hyde got a touchdown with just over seven minutes left to stop it being a shutout against the, the Texans. So, uh, yes. 41 points to seven, the final score. They just got annihilated. Yeah, this was supposed. This was the top two AFC teams, really, yeah. that were were facing off here. Uh, Lamar Jackson, two hundred twenty-two passing yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and then ten rushes for seventy-nine yards uh, on the ground. Didn't score a touchdown this no. this week with his he legs, but it's better and better. Don't and better. matter. I mean, I think there was a run in there that was better than his touchdown. 
Yeah, he, he week. skipped the oh, six super tackles. Duper, super duper spinny. Yeah, yeah. That was better than. He the is touchdown my favorite player to watch in the NFL. Yeah, right now. Yeah, without any shadow of a doubt. He is money, isn't he? He's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, helped insane. as well on the ground by Gus Edwards eight carries for 112 yards and a touchdown Mark Ingram 85 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns <laughs> there were 256 team rushing yards that was more than double what Houston put up <laughs> did you see Mark Ingram's interview afterwards he's yes. basically Lamar Jackson's hype man that's yeah. basically all he's done he did it three times on the field shouting for it it's was, it was just unbelievable <laughs> then you had Mark Andrews and Seth Roberts with touchdowns too for the Ravens that helped on the passing end uh, Matthew Judon with two sacks, Tyus Bowser with two sacks. There were seven in total on the on the Houston team. On the other side, um, Deshaun Watson, just 169 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception, lost a fumble. Uh, it was <laughs> that's the problem with the Ravens. They're now stacked on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they've made some really good pickups in free agency. L. Thomas was an absolute bargain. I mean. Um, they still got Eric Riddle there as a kind of L. Thomas, Eric Riddle, old head on the Mosley. old shoulders. Yeah, yeah. there's not there's not it, a drop off, is, is there? Brilliant. Matthew Judon's been playing amazing the whole season, and having Marcus Peters there as a kind of um, luxury chip, I suppose, as a as a as a cornerback hasn't hasn't hurt either. Yeah, I mean, this was a very good team playing a very good team. Yeah. One of them had an amazing game, and one of them just had a bad game mm. because there was there was things that the Texans were doing which were just straightforward, which was going wrong. I mean, you can put that down to pressure from uh, the Ravens forcing them to do certain things, but there was one where there was it was just a standard little out route, just ran, and it was I can't remember. I think it was Fells or who's the other tight end? It's not Fedora it's anymore. It's someone else. Um, but yeah, it ran off. And it was a five six oh. yard pass. Mm perfectly straightforward and it hit the ground before it even reached him and it was just it was just a bad game mm. I mean that's all it, that's all it was I mean sum it up in one word it was just a bad game <laughs> I mean let's uh, say one good thing for the, the Texans was that DeAndre Hopkins became the second youngest player in NFL history to reach 600 receptions for his career only Larry Fitzgerald was quicker to 600 he's not a bad player he's not a bad player he's is he alright um, I guess you've just got to as Deshaun said, flush it and move on to next week. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a damn shame who they're playing this week, though. So. <laughs> Anything you want to say, Si, before we move on? No, only you that okay? you mentioned Derek Weddle and he's at the Rams, not the Ravens. Oh, oh I said Weddle. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Weddle. I thought Weddle was still... Oh. Yes, he did go to the Rams. Yeah. Oh, well. But... He could have just left that. No one would have known. <laughs> I don't know. It's a chance to show me up. The other Eric Weddle. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad. One. Right, yeah. It's like there's two Josh Allens, there's two Eric Weddles. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go on. <laughs> Let's not get into Josh Allens again. Yeah, <laughs> no. Let's go on to San Francisco there where Jimmy Garoppolo threw a 25-yard touchdown pass to Wilson with 31 seconds left for his fourth touchdown pass of the game. And the 49ers rallied from 16 points down for a 36-26 victory over the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Uh Good performance in the end, but it Amazing was... Amazing performance. A bit ropey in some points. There were two they, interceptions yeah, they just that didn't were get kind going of dangerous to begin with. points of the game. Um, I mean... Four right. touchdowns. He's missing his left tackle. He's missing yes. his starting tailback, Breeder. He's missing Kittle, who is potentially... I mean, you can make an argument for being the best receiving tight end in the game. Yes. 
And his starting number one receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, was in and out of the game with smash ribs. I mean, mm. and yet he still came through and threw four TDs. I mean, come on. He's, he's pretty clutch, he's a isn't he? performance yeah. and a half. Yeah, no, it was really good. I, my I fantasy Super Bowl, that. my fantasy Super Bowl is Ravens 49ers That's what I want to see. <laughs> it really is. I did tip Forty Niners as a dark horse for the Super Bowl before the season started. I and, uh, you? It is the last time I will boo boo. <laughs> I doubt that very seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's the last time in the next like Two couple minutes. of minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Colin Murray as well because he had a good game. Mm. Uh, only 150 passing yards, but he did have two touchdowns, and he is slinging it into tight windows. Um, touchdowns for Larry Fitzgerald and Farrow Cooper had the wind looking good for the cards not actually sure the, they, not sure the window had to throw it to Fitzgerald was that tight though no but I'm saying in general open. <laughs> it was very open it wasn't tight in it wasn't general, a, it was a sliding door yeah, yeah. in general he is no. throwing very accurate he's passes now <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I think he's he's looking like a solid pickup. Yeah, there. I know oh, he's yeah, number definitely. one overall pick he needs to be back know. through the air he's not getting enough he's not getting enough um, throwing yards he's got fewer throwing yards this year than Daniel Jones I mean, come on. <laughs> I still take him over Jones. Well, I don't necessarily disagree with that. No. Seeing as one of them was a surprise at six, but he did end up first overall. So but he, had, he had six yeah. or seven rushing yards and a touchdown, though. So That's he is great. adding That's up great. yards I'm on the saying, ground. He needs to be better through the year. And it's just, it's a similar thing to what. It's not a criticism. It's genuinely not because it's the same thing what we said with Jackson. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Jackson That's was. Fair. I think it's to take to take his games to the next yes. the next level, which will probably you would They'll imagine invest come, in the O line as well. Yeah, yeah we should imagine them come next got, year as well. Imagine if they don't. Yeah. Oh. You imagine that will come next year, or yeah. start to come next year. No, he absolutely. I think what he's really doing well, at the yeah. moment, I think, is pretty incredible. Yeah, definitely. I think it's fine. It's yeah. absolutely fine. He yeah. just needs to get better through the year. He's got the talent rushing. There's no doubt about that. Um, his ability to see passing lines. Is uh, is definitely there. You can see him manoeuvring to see yep. the passes. The fact he's four foot two doesn't. It just doesn't matter. Mm. It genuinely doesn't matter because he's able to move and see. You know, he's, he's obviously used to doing it, so that's not really an issue. I still think as well there are the odd occasion. I've said it before that he could get rid, rid of the ball. Yeah, quicker. Mm. But that again will come. Yeah, but a lot of that might even be the confidence of I don't want to waste a throw. No, and I'm confident enough to be able to get three or four yards yeah, on someone and then thing, make a pass or then decide to throw it. Well, yeah, and he also does make plays from doing it. Yeah. So it's not like it's always bad. I just think that, you know, there are occasions where he, I feel like he could do. But. Yeah. I mean, I'd swap him for Brandon Allen. And, I mean, no, there's no <laughs> higher praise. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly, then, the uh, 49ers touchdowns for Kendrick Bourne. Two for backup tight end Ross Dwelly, mm. who was filling in for George Kittle. Uh, and the game winner for Jeff Wilson meant that the two interceptions thrown to Jordan He's Hicks up names. and Jalen Thompson didn't bite the Niners. I'm not making up names. Jeff Dwelly. Jordan Hicks had himself a good game as well. Ross Dwelly. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Dwelly. Remember the name. Yeah, if Jordan, you want. Jordan Hicks had a good game as well. Which, he did. Which hurts. Mm. Does it? Yeah. Painful memories. Yeah. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> Al Jolson. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> I thought you'd stubbed your toe. No, that's a joke from in the thick of it. <sighs> uncultured. Uh, right, let's go. Just giving you a PBR. You have to be a Pabsbury Ribbon, yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm uncultured. It's sinking in now, boys. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Oakland. Derek Carr passed for to. yeah. 
Derek Carr passed for 292 oh, yeah. yards in the touchdown. Josh Jacobs had his 400-yard game in the last six weeks. And the Raiders beat the stumbling Bengals 17-10 on Sunday. That's 616 yards now for Jacobs in the last six games. Pretty decent. Yep. Uh, Foster Moreau got another touchdown. Um, but the Spurs have to go to Max Crosby. Four sacks on the game. Four sacks. Yeah. For a rookie, it was picked up, what was it, third, fourth round? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he looked dangerous in all ways. He looked good last week as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Joe Mixon scored a rushing touchdown in the first quarter after Jacobs fumbled in the, uh, in the end zone for the first time in this, uh, this season. Uh, and there's another first. That's the first rushing touchdown by a Bengal other than Andy Dalton this season. <laughs> oh jeez that's their that, first Dave. rushing touchdown but that wasn't, that wasn't yep. Andy Dalton I mean uh... <laughs> he was benched in week 8 yeah stunned <laughs> I might have seen live Andy Dalton's last ever game for the Bengals oh yeah in London yeah because he was benched then yeah he was benched after that was his last game yeah, yeah. I didn't go to that game because I knew it was going to be a blowout so I really enjoyed it no, it was made enjoyable by the fact it was first quarter and they went, do you know what, fuck it, we're going to go for a fourth down. Why not? And you're yeah. Like, yeah, go on. He just makes that situational. Yeah. A couple of times they got the fourth down. Mm. But he just made it that situational excitement going, ooh, they've got to get this. If they score this one and another one after it, there'll only be three scores behind. <laughs> two Come more, on, Two more onside kicks. And <laughs> 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 so they replaced him with Ryan Finley, who finished uh, 13 of 31 for 100, 115 yards. No touchdowns, one interception, and lost a fumble. Ended with a rating of 39. Mm. Um, I guess the scary scene in this game was actually that Auden Tate was carted off with yeah. a neck injury. Stopped play for almost 10 minutes. It looked uh, fairly dangerous. Mm. No, they, they didn't want to move him at all. Uh, I didn't see this one. What is it? Mm. Tackle? It was a tackle from behind, and he just injured his neck. And so he was just flat out for mm. almost 10 minutes. They didn't want to, they didn't want to touch him. Compression, or was it? Not really sure. It just looked like the guy kind of draped himself over him, yeah, and they went to the went to the floor. Mm. It didn't. It was not. In, it wasn't a, a late hit or anything like that. It no, wasn't intentional. Yeah, it was just, well, of course, it wasn't. Yeah, it's one of those things playing. that no, <laughs> no, no greedy Williams, no Miles Garrett. No. It was just one of those things. I'll give it a rest. Rushing touchdown for Derek Carr. Got to say that because Punk would have a go at me if I didn't mention it. What I can say is Derek Carr's also got fewer passing yards than Daniel Jones. Two hundred ninety-two on the game for Derek. It's like a personal record, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even got to the Giants have we because they had a bye week so yeah. mm-hmm. god that Daniel Jones is slinging it yep hey, no inceptions this week no so no game. doing well Knock doing well you with me <laughs> <laughs> uh, three games left first up let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles at home to the New England Patriots Good dull game, dull no, dull I, dull I really dull game it. I properly enjoyed it dull game oh. Patriots 74 rushing yards Mm-hmm. Eagles 81 rushing yards mm-hmm. um, Tom Brady another quarterback who's got fewer passing yards than Daniel Jones just, just putting it out there just Tom Brady know. finished 26 of 47 for 216 yards no touchdowns, touchdowns no interceptions actually. a QBR of 32.5 overall 67.3 he had a minus one rush yards as well against his name probably that was a, a kneel down or something that did yeah that. probably uh yeah, there were. Let's talk about the positives. There were touchdowns for Dallas Goddard on the Eagles side and Philip Dorsett on the Patriots side. As hard as the officials tried not to. Ooh, salty, salty. Wow. Uh, yeah, leave it to Julian Edelman to get the touchdown pass. It was a pass. 
I mean, fifteen yards slanging in the same week that um, Cortland Sutton threw a forty-yard bomb as a touchdown. Yeah, uh, as a quarterback, Edelman goes and beats him and gets a bloody touchdown. Mm. So always they they always do it, don't they? He had a QBR of one (laughs) hundred (laughs) and (laughs) fifty-eight point three. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Carson Wentz, your boy, mm-hmm. 214 yards, so less yards than Brady. One touchdown, though, so that got it, and uh, a rating of 30, a QBR of 38.2, so slightly Sweet. higher than Brady, uh, overall rating 30, 74.4, two fumbles, one of them lost. I don't want to talk too much about this game, because there were 16 punts, you know, eight <laughs> each. Jesus. You yeah. know one thing that I do want to say, though? Is I did see a shout out to JJ Arcade or Whiteside. Yeah. Because there was a, I think he caught like a 30 yard, 40 yard yarder. It's yeah. the only pass I saw the He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did, yes. But. He's alive! Yeah. No, he exists. He's, I thought he was made up. <laughs> yes, he's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, Sai, explain this bloody game away. So. Well, I'm not explaining it away. Explain it away. It's the Patriots. Yeah. You're supposed to win this. Pipe down, son. You lost to the Browns. They were supposed to beat the Patriots. Cause it's the Patriots. We're in their right mind for that. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) I know you're desperate to talk about this. I'm not really. I I I can repeat what I said would be the problem that I said would be the problem (laughs) last week. Is wide receiver. We've got no separation, no deep threat wide receiver. And it really, really showed. Didn't Jeffrey... Jeffrey started but went nope, out nope, early. He didn't. Did he not come in at all? Nope. You played scared in this game. I don't think we did. You looked scared. I don't think we did. And also we lost Lane Lane Johnson as well in the first half, which hurt us. It's just a really kind of conservative play and you need to take some chances against the Patriots. Go for it on fourth down a couple of times. Just I mean, if they had wide receivers, they'd have fewer fourth downs. They punted eight times. What do you want from that? Dallas got it. They punted eight that times. Hurts. They punted eight two. times. Yeah, that's what I mean. Don't punt it every time. Two You've tight ends. You've got to go for it on fourth down. But they're two they're tight ends. They're going to get it on the first not... three. What makes you think they're going to get it on the bloody fourth? How many times they're have closer. you lost third and oh, fourth, yeah. fourth and 12? Yeah, it would have been... Fourth and 14. It's not averaging almost four yards a play. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's brilliant. Well done. I'm saying, so they're close to the, the, the first down marker. Okay, they're averaging four yards a play. How many times on fourth down were they miles away, though? You don't beat the Patriots by playing conservative. Okay, next time you're playing the Patriots and you're fourth and 14, go for it. Oh, not fourth and 14. That's exactly what I'm saying, though. But they weren't like that all the time. Okay, the majority of the time... It wasn't wasn't fourth and long. It just wasn't. Mm, I disagree. Oh, I've just checked the stats. They were. (laughs) I checked them. They're not. Stats can tell you anything you want to say. This That's win, only correct. Let's talk about something that is true. This win guarantees a winning season for the Patriots for the nineteenth in a row. Mm. I mean, I can't be held responsible for that. That's so what you happens. can take that partly anger responsible. Off your face. Well, that, that's what happens when you're in a division with yeah. the Jets, <laughs> Dolphins, and the Bills. Yeah, put put the Broncos in that division, and we'll get at least fifty percent. <laughs> at least. I didn't like that game. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was yeah. an interesting game. I'm sorry about that. 16 punts. I love a punt, me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to the Sunday night game with the uh, LA Rams at home to the Chicago Bears. Dull, dull, <sighs> dull, 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 dull game. Uh, yeah. Trubisky so injured his right hip on the last drive of the first half, but he soldiered on. 
came out late on the last drive though in the fourth quarter when they benched him for Chase Daniels. Uh, yeah, the Bears got inside the Rams 35 on their first three st- uh, series, but had nothing to show for it. Eddie Pinheiro missed a 48-yarder, a 47-yarder, and uh, Chicago turned it on on downs on the second series. So kind of exactly what we thought about the Bears. Yep. They can't get it done. A uh, passing touchdown for Tariq Cohen was all they could really muster. There was a rushing touchdown for Gurley and Malcolm Brown. It was a good catch side. from Cohen, that. No. I, don't, well, I don't know if there's a trades description act in the USA, <laughs> but can Tariq Cohen stop calling himself a running back? He hasn't run the ball straight. He hasn't run the ball on a down for five or six games. He's, <laughs> he's just a slot receiver. That's all he is now. Yeah. I've got him in fantasy, and it's a bloody... It's annoying, because he gets almost no points unless he gets a touchdown. Well, yeah. He is essentially a slot receiver. He's always he gets, been a gadget he gets player, no though. yards. He's always, he's always been gadget. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, I mean, more, Jordan Howard was there. More rushing yards than Montgomery in this game. But. <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery, how many, how many attempts does Montgomery get? He had 14. Cohen had nine. Right. <laughs> Again, it's proving what the f*** do I know. <laughs> Todd Gurley had 133 oh, scrimmage time. yards for the best stats of the season for him. Only the fourth time that McVeigh has gone from uh, gone with the ground game more than 60% of plays. Mm. Uh, so he did actually identify there was something to, to aim at there, and that was the uh, the Bears' run defense. Yeah, worked. I think we said about about that a few weeks back. Yeah. It meant that everyone had terrible stats. So Jared Goff, 173 yards passing, uh, no touchdowns, one exception. And uh, Goff's had a few weeks like that, though, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky, 190 yards, one touchdown, one exception. Chase Daniel, who came in for the last series, uh, one of four for nine yards. Solid. Yep. So look forward to him starting next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a mess. That is kind of the worst situation. Why didn't you pull out Trubisky at half time if he got injured before half time? Because what you're doing there is you're in a position where you they still could have got into the game. Yeah, and you're, you're on also, that last series. You're also kind of making it a little bit more difficult for yourself to bench him for this weekend's game. Yeah, because he played all but the last series. He played, yeah. Do you know what? If he was injured, you've kept him in there yeah. to to not win. No, if it's me. I'm I'm making him play the whole game. I want him to get injured. I want a reason. Well, he says he is injured. I want a apparently. reason to leave him out because I want to put Chase Daniel in the next game. That's not me being flippant. I I want a reason to take him out because you can't. They've given up so much currency to go and get him. They're almost forcing their hand that if he's fit, he has to play. Well, take him out of that equation. Just handled it so the badly, then, haven't they? That's yeah. that's on Nagy now because there's no. Hang on, whoa, whoa. you mean Matt Nagy, coach of the year? Yeah, coach of the year, Matt Nagy. That's what he was last year. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just handled this the worst way possible. Again, with a with a bad quarterback and a bang average backup, he's making the worst of every situation here. Seventeen mm-hmm. seven uh, was the final score for the Rams. You know, they'll take it. I suppose you know it helps them to stop the rot a little bit. So What's all, going on? all the talk at the moment is about Cam going to uh, Chicago. Yeah. Likely. It's just one of those things where it's that situation where he's at the end of his contract and they're desperate. Mm. So, yeah, of course that's going to be a, a hot topic, but I don't think he's going to play in Chicago. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't seem, he doesn't seem like a cold weather kind of guy to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't. So he's going to the Chargers then. Could do. <laughs> yeah. Lord knows they're they're in trouble as well. Mm. Let's talk about the Chargers actually quickly. Then it's the last game. It was Monday night, and uh, seven thousand feet above sea level, 
Philip Rivers made sure he was getting the QB headlines over the current MVP. Uh, four interceptions, including some horrific ones, ended the game 24-17 to 17 in Kansas City's favour. Um, Rivers, who turns 38 next month, has thrown seven interceptions in the Chargers' last two games. Mm. That's given him 14 for the season, more than every other quarterback in the NFL, except James Winston. Um Interceptions I mean, for you Tyron could have Matthew. gone without saying that. <laughs> everyone would have known. Yeah, uh, ints for Tyron Matthew, Darren, Daniel Sorensen, Derek Nandy, and Rashad Fenton made the Chiefs' defense look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apart from Matthew's um, drop, that was real bad. Yeah, like later on in the game after his interception, yeah, straight into his hands. Well, yeah, but I mean, he did get an interception. No, 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 no yeah, so. but it was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, what else do we have here then? So Travis Kelsey got 97 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen got 79 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler, 132 scrimmage yards. That's the Chiefs' 10th win in the last 11 meetings against the Chargers, apparently. Mm. So they've definitely got the hex on them. Yep. Mahomes didn't even have that great a game, to be fair. He didn't, no. They had they complained about the altitude and just yeah. how it kind of messed up the, the ball and the pitch was awful as well. Mm. Uh, they didn't manage to have the game last year because the AstroTurf was terrible yep. they couldn't play on it so they put in natural grass this year it had only been used once and, it and so they, it was cutting up all yeah. the time they were actually getting the ground staff out in between plays to yeah. try and sort it out so I don't know I, I, I messy game convinced there was a moment that he he looked like he was pulled up injured as well he went for a rush and mm. was running out of bounds and I couldn't tell whether he was doing it because he was thinking about like speeding up to try and take the defender on yeah and then decided to go out of bounds whether he pulled up a little bit but he stayed in so I'm assuming he was fine they didn't say anything about it after no. the game so he there had 59 was, rushing yards in the yeah. end there was also an entertainment entertainment moment when um, Rivers went to a block uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then completely just whistled. fell over yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing so let's talk about Phil Rivers then uh, like same said. amount of uh, touchdowns as Daniel Jones and a lower oh overall God. rating just saying Against the Daniel Jones scorecard, yeah, but I bet you he's throwing more y- more yards than yeah, yes, and yeah. more interceptions. Yeah, a lot. Well, we more said there's only one person that can throw more interceptions than than Phil Rivers. So what happens to him next year? To the Chargers? I mean, they are staying in LA as there's far as only, we're aware. There's only he's one never way. moved from San Diego. No, there's only one way the Chargers move off him, and that's when he decides to call it a day. Okay, I don't. He is the Chargers. He is their franchise quarterback and has been for a long time. I don't see the day when they move off him. Okay. I just don't. I said that about Eli at the Giants mm. and uh, eventually they bit, did move off him. That's a bit him. different though because Eli's been trash. But now Phil Rivers is costing them games. Okay. But he's still... He's still... He's got 15 touchdowns this year. That's, I mean, that's Daniel Jones level good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but so they're going to move away from him easy now <laughs> but he is their franchise quarterback one one season where he's been on and off a, a little bit and been a bit dodgier in there I don't think that's going to cause for them to move off especially because they've had the same head coach for so long there's obviously that relationship between them as well I just don't see them moving off in the same way that the Giants moved off Eli in the same way that the cards moved well it's going to be in the same way the cards moved off Palmer yeah Palmer's going to retire and they move on then so it's, it's not going to be but do you, do you think he's going to retire or would he 
that's the only way he's leaving the car. Would he say, I've had enough of the charges mm. and I want to do something else before I go if someone gives him a payday? You're just giving Philip Rivers a payday. I don't, someone's stupid enough to do it. Mm. I, I mean, this guy, this guy could get into the Hall of Fame. He's got sixth overall in a lot of the, lot of the categories like passing yards and that's completion just, that's percentage. Just, that's just because he's been there. That's like Gareth Barry's had the most Premier League appearances. Don't mean to say he's any good. But he's played at a high level. I mean, the fact he's had so many starts means that he's playing at a high level. With the Chargers. Yeah. That's that high level. <laughs> Pipe down. Oh, Jesus. How many playoffs? How many playoff wins has he got in his career? I bet he's single figure. I bet you, I'd put money on it. It's single figure. He's not got more than 10 playoff wins. So you're put him in the Hall of Fame then? No. No, this isn't me being a fanboy. Give me, give me, convince me. I'm an open book. Convince me. I ain't got to convince you. What's he done? Silent. Well, they're talking about consistency, aren't they? And? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't put him first ballot. He's consistently lost games by one score. Tell me I'm wrong. What's he done? I haven't got the stats in front of me. I told you... I know for a fact that he has got lots of good stats to, sh- to back up what he's done. Yeah, I guess I, I'm Simon, struggling a little bit. You'd be the arbitrator. <laughs> this is the one thing I didn't bother researching. He's t- he's pulling up on that. No, 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 no. I'm. I, no, no, no. I'm. I'd stand to be. If you can come back next week and go, oh, do you know, what? I've done some research. This is what it is. I go. All right, maybe I'm. A, but I, I don't think he's got double-digit playoff wins. I don't ever remember them getting to. An AFC Championship final. I don't ever. He got to an AFC Championship game once. Okay, so did Blake Balls. Just one. But you see what I'm saying? How about that? I just don't. I don't think the Chargers have ever won because of him. It's difficult because I think he. I think he would. He would. You just said he was the Chargers. No, he he is. Doesn't mean he's any good. Dalton's the Bengals. (laughs) You see my point, though. I think statistically he will get in, but I think there is an argument to be made about the fact that actually is he is he clutch enough. In the big games to warrant. Oh, I agree. Yeah. He is the NFL's version of Gareth Barry. He is. I mean, Dion <laughs> Dublin finished his top scorer in the Premier League once. You wouldn't put him in the Football Hall of Fame, would you? Come on. <laughs> yeah, he knows about property. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, that was it. That was the end of the, uh, the Week 11 games. Oh, so no. let's have a look at the picks, shall we? It was a, a much better week after the Week 10 debacle. <laughs> we had the King up against Viking Stu. And uh, yeah, Stu did really well. He actually got 10 out of thir- uh, 10 out of 14. Yeah, 10 out of 14, correct. So he picked the Dolphins to beat the Bills, the Jags to beat the Colts, Panthers to beat the Falcons, and the Eagles to beat the Patriots. That's where that fell down. King, he got 12. 12 of 14, right. The only ones he got wrong were the Steelers and the Panthers. So it means that the King is now on 101 points. He's got into triple digits. And the people are on 99. All my hard work. <laughs> God, it was not just on you. Right, Damn it. It's all your fault. No, I got us the lead. So you should have, you should have extended that lead further. <laughs> Stu did really well. To get, 10, to get double digits, that's what you, yeah. you know, that's the benchmark, really. Yeah, that's no, having a good week. If you're doing the 4x400 four, four meter relay, and you know you've got me on the last leg, you need a bigger lead. <laughs> <laughs> No, I need to finish the race <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah, you just keep yeah, running by me yeah. with the baton. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to week 12 then, shall we? Let's get these picks in. So we've got the King up against Connor, who's a Giants fan. And uh, we've only got 
two games missing here. So four games, four teams on the bye. Uh, first up, then, we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans tonight. Oh, it's going to be, obviously, in the past now, when this gets uh, released. Who are we going for, Dave? Uh, AFC South, Schnorlocker. Texans are at home. They are. It's when you usually say Colts, because I've just said they're at home. I fancy the Colts, but I think the Texans. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, I, I fancied the the Texans to bounce back as well okay it's a, t- it's a tough game yeah obviously. I mean you've got that O-line mm. against that D-line I mean that is quite a battle mm. um, if T.Y. Hilton's back big big positive for uh, the Colts mm. yep um, yeah I just it's part of your sense yeah your head tells you to go with the Texans well the King's gone for the Texans Connor's gone for the Colts uh I mean, week seven, the Colts did win this game 30 points to 23. So, yeah. I, I think the Colts have got a good chance in this game. I think this, Jacob Brissett has been coolness personified through the season. And uh, if Jonathan Williams... Daniel Jones. If Jonathan Williams does come in and get the, get the yardage, I think that there's not going to be a, that much of a drop-off from Marlon Mack being injured. Let's go on to Sunday then. The Detroit Lions at the Washington Redskins. Sorry. <laughs> Yep. Stop laughing, Dave. Here's, are the Lions beating the Redskins? With Jeffy D. Yeah. JDTD. Under centre. <laughs> yeah, I've got it just for that. Yeah. <laughs> Lions. Oh my God. That's your young Simba Look, roar, is my, it? My voice broke halfway through it, so I didn't get the full effect. <laughs> I think we got enough. Uh, yeah. So you're saying Lions, are you? JDTD. Okay, King and Connor have gone for the Lions over the Redskins. I think that's a little bit harsh. But, uh, Is it? See where they're going. Well, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for the Redskins. That they're going like to pull the out Redskins. a win. I really do. I just think they're trash. <laughs> but they'll be much, much better next season. They've got yeah. a better quarterback. I. Sorry, Jeffy D. No, they haven't. They have. No, no, they really haven't. We'll see. Haskins against no, yeah, no, no. In a couple of years, maybe. No, not now. I'm sorry, just no. I'm not having that. Let's wait for Monday. The Oakland Raiders are going to the New York Jets. Oh, how much do I not want to watch that game? This isn't as bad as you think it is, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Raiders getting some wins. Jets got another win. Mm-hmm. Are you not? Are you, you first, Dave. To pick, Dave. As soon as you're first. I was having a drink. It's me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you first. Jets. Okay. Sorry? He's such a hater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Raiders for me. Yeah. Uh, the two boys have gone for the Raiders as well. So they're a solid team now, the Raiders. Go Jets, go. Go Jets, go. <laughs> I'd like to see the Jets win that game. Everyone would like to see the Jets win that game. <laughs> it's because Punk's not been on the show. Uh, then we've got the Carolina Panthers against the also NFC South New Orleans Saints. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. It was a humbling uh, game at home for the Panthers last week. Mm. Yes. So they, and obviously the Saints had a quite comfortable win against the Bucks. Yeah. I d- uh, but that doesn't mean anything about it. No, because I think the Panthers could run the ball on the Saints a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go Saints, though. In New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. I think it'll be closer than it. Yeah. So I think there'll, there'll be. Hmm. I'd, say, I'd say close I'm going to make an arse of myself and say there's going to be no more than two scores in it but 
I don't mean 14. I mean, they'll be within 10. I think yeah. the Saints still win it, though. Okay. I think the Saints, Saints will get the lead up, and then they'll just they'll control the game. They're, they're a hard one to pick, those Saints. Well, yeah, both Saints these teams, because team. they've had those, they had those couple of games, didn't they, where they just... They remind me this season, nothing. like the Vikings did last mm. season. Mm. You look at them, and sometimes you're a lot of legit, and mm. then sometimes you get you blown end. out by a really yeah. bad team. <laughs> um, I think the problem for the Panthers is they're not built to to play from behind they have to get that lead up and, yeah. and the, the problem for them is that the Saints can score at will so the Saints are after he's going to stop in the run um, and it's all about McCaffrey it just is of course yeah. so not the greatest chance of a win there we'll see we'll see yeah. uh, then let's go to what David Class has won the games of the week the Miami Dolphins at the Cleveland Browns ooh Dolphins yeah genuinely Dolphins mm. okay Sorry? Browns. Dave, why are you going for the Dolphins then? Um, the Browns do too many stupid stuff. So I'll be more <laughs> What a great stupid. sentence. That's, I mean, English is amazing there, mate. So they 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 done done stupid stuff. Yeah, they gone done so, it. <laughs> it's the PBR, it's doing me in. So they they give away too many penalties. They, they don't do. convert in um, the red, red zone, zone no. they don't convert third downs I mean unless it's going to Jarvis Landry they don't seem to have a deep threat despite having one of the premier wide receivers you've got a quarterback throwing it when he should be handing it off you've yeah. got a very good I mean is Njoku I don't remember he's back now he's just been uh, lifted okay. off IR so Njoku's not had a replacement they have no had no receiving tight end in the past few weeks. Their offensive line is trash. Yeah, I don't. Rem- they haven't replaced it. They haven't lost anyone on their offensive line. They haven't just. Re- they just haven't replaced anyone. And we've got the breaking news that Miles Garrett has had his suspension upheld. Yeah, yeah, and Pounce's uh, banned for two games. Mm-hmm. Almost worth three. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I might stand corrected because. This, this, this no, I think you're right. The, the Dolphins the are Dolphins. St- are sticking in games now mm, where they yeah. weren't before, and Brian Flores is a much better coach than Freddie Kitchens. Oh, without so, any shadow of a doubt, Kitchens is the worst uh, worst head coach I've ever seen. He's horrific. Oh. No, he is horrific. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember We'd have to a think head coach <laughs> being. I I don't say this lightly. I mm. really don't because no, you've you, had some you know stinkers my, as well. No, no, you know my thoughts on this. I'd rather have Jess Fisher. Genuinely. I really would. I know Jim's stunned. I genuinely would. <laughs> well, they get you to seven or nine, wouldn't they? So. Would Freddie Kitchens? Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just. But I mean, the Browns might win it just out of sheer talent. Well, uh, both the, the King and Connor have gone for the Browns. But I, mm. I like your cojones there on the, on the Dolphins. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, good for you. <laughs> you stick her in the brown. Yeah. Oh, I so want to convince you, but I just know it's never yeah. going to happen. Okay. Out of pure nah. stubbornness. Okay, next game then is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Steelers. In week four, the Steelers won this game 27 points to three. Steelers. I mean, if historically, when we both pick the Steelers, mm-hmm. they get worked. <laughs> Steelers, yeah? Yep. Yeah, we'll go Steelers. <laughs> Oh, I hope you get mullered. Both the King and Connor are gone for Steelers because oh, it's I against the get. Bengals. But I think anyone else, and we'd have, we'd have some real trouble yeah. this week. So, mm. don't know who's starting. Hopefully, uh, Duck Hodges plays at quarterback for us because I don't mind Duck. Duck Hodges. Duck. Quack. 
Duck Hodges. His is name's that... Devlin, right. all right, but his nickname is Duck because he won a duck call competition when he was younger. Okay. Or he, his family made duck call duck calls. I just thought it was because he's passer rating every time he played with zero. No. <laughs> no. Because every time he throws it, he goes for a pick six. See? Six. Get it there. It's a cricket reference. Yeah. Here all day. So you've gone for a six as a cricket reference for a duck? Pick yeah. six. Oh my god! Awful, awful. Uh, let's move on to. How can you not have a sense of humour about your starting? Yeah, I know. You're my third string quarterback. You're making jokes about him. No, he's now your starting quarterback, son. <laughs> it's still not. It's still the third string, isn't it? it? Doesn't mean he's not the third string. Anyway, go Steelers. The New York Giants are at the Chicago Bears. Go out of business, I assume. <laughs> How are you going? Look, Simon. <laughs> What's the, uh, the, the New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. Go Giants! I don't really. Care. I mean, you don't like the Giants. No, uh, I just but, think the Bears, the Bears are, are terrible. terrible. Yeah. As well. They're terrible on one side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, offensively, they're not bad. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the Bears because of my dislike for the other oh. team. You've let it cloud your judgment. Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah. going for. Well, no, you cloud your judgment all the yeah, time, damn but straight, or I'm going for. Well, yeah, because you're repping them. Now I'm straight. The Giants are <laughs> right now. <laughs> We've got a split in the picks here. We've got the King going for uh, the Bears, and we've got Connor going for the Giants. And that's on me as well. I convinced him. Mm. You convinced the Giants fan <laughs> to go for the Giants. The Giants. <laughs> You know this. Every time anyone picks, they pick against their team. Yeah. Against mm-hmm. their, apart from me, because I'm a fanboy. <laughs> and then you lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> destroyed. Well, let's talk that about the Broncos nicely. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the Broncos. Then they're playing the Buffalo Bills. Yes, we in Buffalo. We don't like traveling east. We just or don't. west. South's not great. And north's terrible. North, no, yeah. <laughs> less about the north, the better. Yeah, and when we stay central, we're not all that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, historically, we, so, don't, we don't like traveling east any more, any more than. This is such an old wives' tale about not traveling no, east. It is no, true. it's true. Like, Our record. D- this come is on. such a long build-up to him just picking the Broncos anyway. No, <laughs> yeah, you it's went like, for a tie against the, the Vikings, didn't you? I, so I went far away. That worked was, far away. Wasn't the hey, to be fair, if we if we did if we hadn't missed don't talk that about that game. Goal, Come on, if we hadn't missed that field goal. We would have won the game. Yeah, yeah. If you had that still wouldn't have been uncle. a tie then. But no, anyway. no, because we'd have been close enough to just kick the field goal at the end. Um, I am. There's no way. You two know me, right? You know, there's <laughs> no way on God's green earth I'm going to pick the bloody Bills over my Broncos. Not a chance so back to my previous point about this is just a whole yes. long build up to you picking the Broncos yeah damn sorry Bills. who's winning this game Bills shut <laughs> up you mug King says Bills Connor says Bills they're both idiots the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the now dangerous Atlanta Falcons mm. sorry Falcons yeah yeah. is like an absolute no brainer <laughs> yeah. at the moment yeah uh, yeah, both have gone for the Falcons on the uh, on the picks as well. What a turnaround that is! Right, yeah. <laughs> it's the problem with the NFL, though. You never know. Yeah. You just no, never it know. It's true, but you have to go on form. Yeah, and on form, this is an, a complete no-brainer. But, well, they haven't the, played each other yet this season. The, the so. Falcons picked up four interceptions last week. Yeah, yeah. Jameis gives out four interceptions. Exactly. To anyone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the one thing you don't want is uh, Jameis Winston in fantasy. Shout yeah. out to Will. <laughs> he does score points in fantasy because he slings it. Yeah. No, he does. And he gets touchdowns as well, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he gets more interceptions. So, 
to a few touchdowns than Daniel Jones. It works itself out. Works itself out. So we've got another divisional matchup here. It's AFC South. The Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Tennessee Titans. In week three, the Jags won this game 20 points to seven. So, Dave, what's happening here? Are the Jags uh, beating the Titans or are the Titans beating the Jags? Titans win. <laughs> Titans win. My cat says Titans as well. You think Titans? I think the Titans as well. Oh, yeah? Think, she thinks yeah. Titans. Just because uh, your old quarterback spurned you and moved down to, uh, down to Jacksonville. No, not really. I'm pleased for him. Yeah, yeah. It's nice that he's back. Yeah, yeah, he had an all right first quarter, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I think um, it's going to be tough to pick against the Titans, I guess, this yeah. week. Um, they should they should know to run the ball. You and think? They, and they've got a pretty decent running back to do that with. So, okay. yeah, both guys gone for the Titans as well. Yeah. So yeah, you're right yeah. there. So I think it makes sense. Yep. This should be a great game. It's the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers Aaron Rodgers going back home to California. We don't California. Know if, we don't know if Kittle's back yet, which is really annoying me because I want him to come back for fantasy because I'm playing top of the league this week. It doesn't matter if they've got George Kittle back. It does, does it? for me. They got, they got Ross. <laughs> it Ross doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It's Jim's googling it frantically. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they've got the best tight end in the league. I think it does a bit, Jim. I'm sorry, I disagree with you here. Even if two Zach, words, Zach Mahomes. Johnson. Two words. Ross Dwelly. Two Don't words. matter. Two words for you, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what are we doing then? I'll go opposite whatever Simon does. Ooh. I'm going to go Niners. I'll go <laughs> Niners as well. On reflection, yeah. I agree. <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both guys also got 49ers at home to get another win. Yeah. Yeah. What about the cat? This this could be a dangerous game for Rogers. No comment. Yeah. Another big game is the Dallas Cowboys at the New England Patriots. That's the dirtiest game in the world. Uh, Dave, let's go for you first because uh, we know what Sly thinks about this. Who? Uh, where, where is it? It's in New England. Ooh, Patriots. Yeah. 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 yeah Dak had a really good game last week. I couldn't give a toss. Patriots. <sighs> Sorry. I want, I want, I want. Um, I said sorry. I want Dallas to do well because <laughs> I've got Zeke in fantasy. So brilliant. Know. Sorry, what's well, going on here? Patriots. Yeah, I got the Patriots D in fantasy. So can I we want think them about the actual well. game rather than your fantasy teams? Well, I wasn't until he turned <laughs> up. Yeah, really. Number one offense against number one defense overall. Is it? There's an interesting little yeah, fact yeah. about this game. Overall, no, yeah, <laughs> with Edelman slinging it. Over, no, they've got the overall defense. Number what, one. The Cowboys overall. have got yeah the number Cowboys one overall number offense. Number all, yeah, number one overall offense. I mean, like I'm genuinely shocked. Yeah, I was as well. You can easily name their top three wide receivers: Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, and Michael Gallup. You've got Jason Witten back at tight end, old father time. You've got Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard at running back, and you've got Dak Prescott slinging the ball. They've got a pretty good O-line as well. I mean, what's, not, what's not to think about there? Well, You're not surprised in, by that. No, he did over 400 in, yards last week. Our friends in Baltimore would have something to say about that. I naturally automatically assumed you'd be Quite one dimensional. number one Ottawa. One that shut up. <laughs> it's a great I'm dimension. No, behave yourself. Do you think they, they throw it enough? Look, they're not playing with a Daniel Jones of kind. But... <laughs> <laughs> He's no Daniel Jones, but He's Lamar not, Jackson is doing well. He's doing all right. So okay, so you're both going for the Patriots then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So are King and Connor. Which is you a shame. You never give your picks. You sit on the fence all the time. I host the show. I don't need to give my prediction on this. Oh, is that what you are? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> does, uh, that, does that make us experts? <laughs> Makes him a coward. Well, we know that. Does that make us experts? Oh, I'll go for yeah, the Cowboys so. then. Okay. You go for the Cowboys? Yeah. You mug. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> so the Sunday night game, this is another good one. The Seattle Seahawks at the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Sigh. Who's winning this game? I Philly wanna, Sigh? I don't want to. Um, I don't want to. You don't want yeah, to. You're going to. like me last week. I you got to. Uh, can wanna. I not just host the show for this <laughs> segment and ask you two? Come on, what's going on? Um, They've had a bye week for Russell Wilson to figure this one out. Yeah. Solve the puzzle that is the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Yeah, that, that's not a puzzle. <laughs> Defensively, it's not much of a puzzle either. Just the like crossword in the sun. Throw the ball and then, yeah. Actually, to be fair, our cornerbacks had a pretty good game against the Patriots, but then that's okay. not necessarily that difficult. Um, so, yeah, so. The Seahawks win. Oh! I, I, Dave. I, if, if, if you were to give me Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey back, <laughs> I would 100% be picking the Eagles. Right. Well, there you go, Dave. I agree. What? I agree with everything he's just said. So you're going for Seahawks. It difficult to disagree, yeah. Okay. Well, so of the uh, guys doing the actual picks, so the King and Connor have gone for the Seahawks. The Monday night game are the Baltimore Ravens at the LA Rams. You want to go first? Both teams got the win last week. I mean, week. we're going to say the same team. So. Should we say it after three? Yeah. One, two, three. Ravens. Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens. Yeah. Yes, I mean, both guys have gone for the Ravens as well. Uh-huh. Fairly difficult to not pick the Ravens. The Rams aren't even playing that well at the moment. No, I, mean, I played yeah. you in fantasy. Yeah, and Goff Cup. got like three points. Yeah, or something Cup like that. Got nothing. Had, I don't remember who it was against, but he just had a really bad game. Yeah. Are you not but, worried at all about that Rams defense getting to Lamar? You've got no. Aaron Donald, who is the you know defensive MVP. No, he is. But as I said last week. Go and listen to last week's show for my comments on the Ravens. Oh, yeah. They play with a nine-man offensive line at times, and they genuinely do. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how good Aaron Donald is, he can't beat nine men. He just can't. (laughs) So you can protect him. You can go into max protect, pull in Hurston Andrews, play them as almost offensive linemen. So he's going to run the ball? Yeah, but look at the options they've got to run the ball. They've got about four different people who can run the ball. I'm just saying that you know they've got just, Eric Weddle, they've got <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, they've I mean, got a lot of good, which team? <laughs> the Rams, the Rams. Yeah, they've got a lot of good defensive secondary talent there. You know. Yeah, but the Ravens also have Eric Weddle. <laughs> the other Not one. anymore. The white one. Anymore. The other one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I okay. I I think the Rams are capable. Absolutely. Yes. And at home, um, but, long way for Baltimore to travel. Yeah. But no, it's a no from me. Just, I'm just trying to make it more, more yeah. spicy, you know. I want it to Ravens be Ravens have lost twice this season just I want it to be a good competitive game I'm oh, yeah. just not sure that it will be based on what we've seen in the past couple of weeks I think uh, Brandon Cooks is back off his concussion protocol so hopefully he'll start and Robert Woods I don't know I think he's oh, still currently injured but um, he's still got Cooper Cup he's still got Todd Gurley having a great would, game last it week it would be nice to see Gurley having 30 carries 
what we used to see yeah. last mm-hmm. season. Yeah, I agree there. Again, just don't see him. I went, when when I went to Denver, I saw the Broncos against the Rams. He was unstoppable. Mm-hmm. He had sort of 25, 30 carries, and every one he was getting seven or eight yards. It was like watching McCaffrey. It yeah. just was. And he hasn't been that same player for the past he, year. Yeah. It has literally well, been he a year. A, we had a better game last week. Yeah. Well, I said better. We had more touches last week. So I think, yeah, I think they definitely need to get get involved but he still wasn't the same girly he was still getting stopped at first contact whereas previously that wasn't happening he was breaking his yards after contact were amazing it was Mm. just constant he was just slipping away from the first man he looked like McCaffrey he looked human we just haven't seen that this season yeah yeah Yeah, there's something wrong I don't care what anyone in the Rams organisation says there's something wrong there are four teams on the buy as I mentioned earlier it's the Kansas City Chiefs the Minnesota Vikings the LA Chargers and the Arizona Cardinals this is the last bye week as well so finally from next week we'll have all 16 uh, games happening yep um, yeah so that's the the picks make sure you like and subscribe into the podcast at jimintheking.com you can check us out on iTunes and uh, like and subscribe on the video leave a comment on the, on the picks so yeah thanks very much um, yeah until next week then guys I've been Jim that's been Denver Dave that's been Philly Sign thank you so much for listening yeah.